New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here on a Friday evening. It's five o'clock on the Mountain Time Zone, and that means it is time for the good news here on New Thought Media Network. This is a weekly program where we come to you each Friday evening with a half hour of good news, inspiring stories to get you through the weekend. Please do hit the like button, the share button, the subscribe button, whichever old button you want to hit. Let your friends know what we're doing. Let your family and and, uh, colleagues know what we're doing here as we celebrate the good news. Take us into our weekend. You know, folks, sometimes it can be hard to find the good news. I get it. Sometimes the the mainstream media wants to share us the doom and the gloom and all of that. And last week we saw a lot of that when Hurricane Ian crossed over Florida and impacted South Carolina as well. Uh, Well, this is a good news story we found coming out of there. There's a community in Florida. Babcock Ranch is the name of the community. It's home to roughly 4,600 residents. And uh, they were only about 20 miles from Fort Myers, which was in the heart of the devastation in Florida. Well, Babcock Ranch is unique as it was built. It's built as a storm resilient and 100% solar powered town. So catch this. They went and never lost power and never lost the internet either. During Hurricane Ian, uh, the store, the city has been built to to weather these. Up oh, there was the bad pun of the day. Uh, was built to weather these storms. It's about twenty five feet higher on average than surrounding communities. Keeps it up out of the flood zone. Started in twenty eighteen specifically as a an example of climate resiliency, drinking water was never contaminated nor shut off during this most recent storm. 700,000 solar panels owned by Florida Power and Light provide every home with electricity. And uh, they, have a, they have over 900 acres in this city. Again, they meet, never had to shut off their power or the internet. Solar solar panels provided power uh, to their private grid. 
pretty cool stuff if you ask me uh now not surprisingly the town does say it's expecting its population to grow uh to 50,000 people remember they're only at 46,000 right now but they have room for up to 50,000 people with over 6 million square feet of commercial space available if you're looking to build a new business that might be the place if you're in florida uh they were able to to manage this storm so well that they've actually been able to start several donation drives and help communities in their area uh that were much more impacted than they were congratulations babcock ranch sounds like somebody took some of those early climate change warnings to heart and did something about it in the right way uh sustainable building with uh i just love it good news happening everywhere and you know folks we find most of our stories over on the goodnewsnetwork.org they are a great repository of good news stories every day. We encourage you to check them out. Give them the love and support they deserve. Good work happening over at the Good News Network. Uh, and yes, we keep all uh, we keep links to, to our shows in the description of today's broadcast. So you can learn more there. Next up, Singapore is working towards an initiative that they call Aging in Place. And this is the Singapore government's initiative to keep people at home. And they've developed a dementia-friendly city. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, now, what they did is they were able to use color coding. And you can see in the picture there, the blue on the right and the green on the left. And they've used red as well to help residents know where they're supposed to be and how to get themselves home after they've gone out for the day. They're also using barriers to keep residents from wandering into traffic and also to help keep bicyclists out of traffic and create bicycle uh, lanes that are easy to maneuver. Uh, again, the residential blocks are sectioned into zones and each was assigned a bold color, red, green, blue. Uh, and they use those colors dramatically to help residents find their way the street barriers help the elder, elderly residents also keep from wandering into a different zone uh, where they might get confused and mistake one building for the building they're supposed to be on. Good stuff here. Congratulations, Singapore. Thank you for doing the good work of making sure. Aging in place. I love this idea. Aging in place. Not shipping our elderly off to a home somewhere, uh, but allowing them to keep their autonomy and their independence, but helping in every way we can. See, it's all about help. In my so many places, we're it's not about replacing what was old. It's not about just just scrapping what we no longer like. It's about helping to make the transition. And our next story is a piece about that just as well. Uh, now, this is pretty cool, and it sounds a little interesting. Renewables met 100% of the rise in global electricity this year in 2022. So we're not done with 2022. We'll call it that for sure. Um, what this is is a think tank in London called Ember. And what they did is they looked at uh, 75 different countries. Those 75 countries represent 90% of the global electricity demand. And what they found is that in 100% of the cases when the electricity demand exceeded the, the, uh, the existing infrastructure, 
these companies turn to renewables to fill that gap. So when a country realizes that they're not, that the fossil fuels are not meeting their demand, rather than increase their capacity for fossil fuel, these companies are increasing their capacity in both wind and solar. The growth in wind and solar prevented a 4% rise in fossil fuel electricity generation worldwide, the report says. And in China, the growth in wind and solar enabled fossil fuel power to fall by 3%. So it's not that we're doing everything but without fossil fuels any longer. We're still burning a lot of fossil fuels, and that's going to change. However, companies like Germany and Australia are are at a point where they're meeting their electricity demand with a hundred percent solar and uh, and or uh, solar and wind and did not need to burn any uh, gas or fossil fuels for their electricity needs. This is in the first six months of the year. So it's happening. It, the the this our consciousness is changing people's perspective is changing and the big companies are starting to say it's better investment to well invest in wind and solar rather than the coal and natural gas good stuff folks good stuff all right next up here's a story that i found really really cool when was the last time you complimented a stranger? Well, a new poll coming out of the United Kingdom of 2,000 adults found that 40% of those people consciously limit themselves from complimenting a stranger, mostly because they fear being criticized when doing that. Well over half of the respondents feel more alive when they push themselves out of their comfort zone, but they're often too scared to take the leap. About one in three worry what other people would think if they were to be so adventurous. And 43% of the respondents hold, hold, so, uh, hold so much of themselves back that they believe others would be shocked to learn their true personality. What we're learning is that's not working. <laughs> Trying something new, visiting a new place, or something fun that makes you laugh. These were things that encouraged people to break out of the ordinary in everyday life. And most people reported being happy, free, or excited as a result of stepping out. We want to encourage people to let go of their shyness and do what they want more freely without embarrassment, said one of the study's founders. These are such amazing ideas to get out and do do things and do the things that we think might be embarrassing but and and but to better humanity just to tell somebody i like that that shirt on you or to do this now there they also compiled a list of the top 10 things adults wish they could do more freely in public compliment a stranger was at the top of the list go to a movie or the cinema alone was next up walk down the street singing loudly sell tell someone they uh tell someone you love them listen to something without headphones uh walk barefoot do yoga stretches in the park dance in the streets all great ideas on great ways to feel more free and more happy. And well, sounds to me like be a better human. <laughs> There's a good benefit for us. 
Hey, folks, you're watching the good news here on New Thought Media Network. I'm Rev. Robert. We're going to take a real quick break, share with you a little bit more of some of the things that are going on around our network, and uh, allow me to take a quick drink, drink of water. We'll be back with more good news in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. Invite a friend. Hit the bus share button. Hit the likes button. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with more good news in just a moment. back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. Thanks for being with us on a Friday evening. It's a beautiful evening here in Colorado. If you would like to get you to let us know about the good news you might see happen in the world, send us an email, goodnews at ntmedia.org. We'll be sure to conclude the stories that you share in an upcoming broadcast. We'd love to have you share with us the good news you see in the world. Or if you'd like to be a correspondent and share a story live on the air, hey, we can do that too. So join us for that uh, as well. All right, our next story. Now, this one's really interesting as well. We're going into the lands of cats and dogs here today, folks. Uh, what I didn't know is it's been 70 years uh, since cheetahs were in the uh, in the country of India. Now, India has been working to reintroduce the cheetah, and they created an 80,000-acre national park where they're releasing these new reintroduced cheetahs. However, they want to make sure they don't have any problems with poachers. So they're hiring dogs. Exactly. Six German shepherds are being trained uh, to patrol the grounds of this national park and help to avoid uh, any poaching that maybe that people are, are planning. Uh, now, back on uh, just a few weeks ago in September, five male cheetah and three females were flown to India from a game reserve uh, in Nambia. It's the first ever international translocation of cheetah. They were declared extinct in India in 1952, mainly due to hunting. The prime minister there said, today the cheetah has returned to the soil of India. The nature-loving consciousness of India has also awakened with full force. We must not allow our efforts to fail. 
Dogs trained at a specific training center have a high rate of wildlife crime detection. And there are scores of success stories where dogs have helped in the arrest of poachers and recovers of recovery of wildlife species. There remains over 7,000 cheetah across Africa, but the other major subspecies of Asiatic cheetah is hanging on by a thread. Good news, folks. We're bringing the cheetah back to India and protecting them with German shepherds. It truly is a multicultural world out there. I love how it happens. Here's another good news story we found about uh, natural recovery. Now, this one is pretty wild. An expedition in northern Haiti has rediscovered a magnolia tree that has been lost to science for 97 years. It was first discovered in 1927, never seen again, uh, the Northern Haiti Mongolia Magnolia, uh, and it's considered critically endangered. They found a good 16 trees, uh, and uh, there's a couple of the, the gentlemen that were on part of the expedition. They're in mountainous terrain, very difficult to find, very hard, uh, but the team not only found 16 adult trees, they also found a grove of juvenile trees. Uh, they're not releasing the exact location. However, the Haiti National Trust is planning a seed collection trip in the late fall, uh, which would be right about now. They found these back in June. Uh, hoping to, to collect some seeds and be able to then propagate these trees back into the wild uh, in the in in captivity. The magnolia tree making a return to northern Haiti. And here's another one from my adoptive native, my adopted home state of Colorado. Uh, the state's fish, uh, which was close to it, which was considered extinct is now reproducing naturally in native waters in Colorado. The greenback cutthroat trout is Colorado state fish. There's a beautiful specimen of one right there. Uh, they were uh, presumed extinct in the 1930s. Uh, along the way, small populations were found in a few different places in Colorado. Uh, and then they were bred in captivity in 2012, they were uh, a small population was released into the wild. They've been studying and nurturing these uh, all along. Colorado Parks and Wildlife has been working very hard over the years for this. Um, and they, uh, they hike up Bear Creek to catch the greenbacks, uh, sperm and eggs, and then have been breeding in captivity in a number of different fisheries. That work has been so strong that they're able to release the trout and they're now reproducing naturally in the wild. No human intervention necessary. What a great story. Again, the Good News Network, folks, they have a great collection of fabulous and amazing stories. Always so much fun to check out their website. Please head on over there and visit them over at Good News dot o-r-g all right i'm going to take another quick break share a little bit more of some of the things that happen around the new thought media network here be back with you in just another moment or so don't go anywhere though we've got another segment of good news stories here on new thought media network stay tuned we'll be right back
on behalf of everyone at New Thought Media Network. Thank you for being a member of our virtual family. Your financial contributions help share the New Thought message with people from around the world. Please visit and contribute at www.ntmedia.org forward slash donate. New Thought Media Network, come be you. And please like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace and blessings. back with more of the good news here on the new thought media network i'm rev robert thanks for being with us here on a friday night remember folks send us an email good news at ntmedia.org let us know what stories you'd like to see us cover those that watch this program regularly know that we focus on a few different areas uh, not only do we focus a lot on the natural recovery of the planet but we also focus a lot on the technological aspects of uh what's going on in the world However, my favorite type of story are the human interest pieces and the human stories that we see, the places where I'm reminded so, so much that we are all in this together, that we are all creating a world that works for better for everyone, and we're doing that together. And that happens because of things like, well, the stories we're about to share here. We talked about Hurricane Ian earlier. This next story is about a gentleman who gets one of our Kudos of the Week award. Tony Atkins uh, is a, uh, a reporter for a local TV station down there in Florida. You see it there, Local 6 WPSD. Uh, while Tony was covering the hurricane, a woman uh, attempted to drive through a flooded area. Uh, she was a nurse and on her way home from work, well, she got stuck. And Tony didn't take but a moment to realize, I got to do something. He waded into the water. You can see from the picture there, it's up to his waist. Uh, helped the woman. She He grabbed her purse. She climbed onto his back. And he walked her out of the flooded waters. Hannah Hilliard's her name. Good to know Hannah's safe. Kudos, Tony. You get one of our Heroes of the Week award for doing such great work. And, and you know, he's a news reporter. He, he's not supposed to make the news. He's supposed to report on it. But sometimes we got to do what we got to do, right, folks? We get involved when it's the right thing to do. Kudos to you, Tony. All right. This next story, this one I found was really, really interesting. It's called Men's Sheds. Uh, now, what happened is... Philip Jackson moved to England, moved back to England from Australia at the age of 67. He had lived in England as a young man uh, and moved back to his hometown. However, it had changed dramatically and uh, he kind of felt a little out of place. And that's when he decided to launch the Barnsby UK chapter of an Australian movement called Men's Shed. Uh, now, currently, there's more than 50,000 men across the planet cap, uh, working in these types of groups. There are affinity groups. It doesn't actually have to be around woodworking. However, in Australia, they found that woodworking was a common enough interest for more than enough people. Uh, it's like the, sh the shed at the bottom of your garden, said Jackson, but all your friends are there. 
It's a break from people's weekly routines. It gets them out and talking to similar people. Uh, as of 2005, there were an estimated 200 men's sheds operating in Australia. Now, uh, their, uh, their uh, association says the membership base is over 1,200 men's sheds across the nation, across the world. Uh, it's a big in Australia, becoming bigger in the UK. And yes, there are United States chapters. All you got to do is look them up. We'll make sure there's a link in the show notes of this one. Uh, the U.S. Men's Shed Association has all kinds of resources to start your own men's shed or she's shed, if you would like, uh, because they do have a template for women's sheds as well. And uh, it includes everything you need to know, including getting 501c3 nonprofit status for your men's sheds. Uh, believe me, that's a big deal. Hey, here's another one. This This is... To me, this is the human and the divine all at once. Uh, a British woman of Indian heritage thought a bit of ancient instruction might help her son tackle a more modern mathematical problem. Dr. Rashmi Mantri gave her son an abacus to help comprehend the, the visual comprehension of mathematics after noticing that he was having a tough time in school. Well, in just six days, he started to show progress with the abacus and would go on to become a regular whiz kid with numbers. And even his classmates' parents were beginning to reach out to him for help. Well, Druval, I believe I'm saying your name right, sir. I hope so. Uh, Druval now has, is an apprentice at an international beverage firm and said he reckons his teachers would be shocked by his career choice. Uh, they never thought he would go into numbers. He never thought he would go into mathematics either. Folks, ancient wisdoms and modern technologies coming together, the abacus saving uh, this young man's career. What a great story. One more great story before we go. I would like to introduce you to Garrett Brown. Garrett's eight years old, and he was taught how to perform the Heimlich maneuver by his father. Well, it came in very handy because Garrett's friend, Cashton York, uh, was enjoying some chicken nuggets during lunch and began to choke. Uh, while some kids tried to get teachers uh, awareness and tried to get an adult to help, Garrett jumped in, was able to, to perform the Heimlich maneuver and save the young man's life. Uh, he says that my dad, he taught me whenever I was choking, he taught me how to do it in case any else, anyone else was choking. Cashton's parents are very grateful that Garrett's father taught him that. Uh, and, uh, and Cashton told Garrett, you're the best friend in the whole world that I ever had. Garrett, you get our big hero of the ward a week. Thank you for being on the planet, young man. You're doing good work in the world. We appreciate you. Good news stories here, folks, on New Thought Media Network. We want to thank you for being with us here this evening on a Friday night. Please do share what we're doing here with your friends, family, and co-workers. Coming up right after this in just a half an hour, we've got our evening programming with now Reverend Michael Mangus for the Fireside Chat coming up at 6. Check that out, and we'll finish off our evening broadcast at 8.15 with the evening program.
prayers. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rev. Robert on behalf of my producer, Diego, and everyone here on the New Thought Media Network. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you again real soon. Until then, we wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now.